Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, it up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch old bandit run. Southern Middle Tennessee. Uh, welcome in, three dudes with a view. I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. All right, folks. We're having a little computer trouble, so we hope we'll have Jim York and uh, Ron Hart with us here shortly. But we're having trouble. Coach Mike Lyle is with us this morning. How you doing, Coach? Uh, well, at the moment, I'm doing okay. It's just like you said, a little frustrating here. You're over there to get struggling, with that, <laughs> struggling with that computer, trying to get us hooked up uh, with with Ron and. And Mr. York, um, did it? I, folks, it got cold last night, but I did not notice any frost at my house. Did he, have y'all noticed any frost? I did not. No, I didn't see any yeah. frost at all. Just, just cold weather. Just cold. I, it sounds like we may get frost tonight. Um, yeah, falls here. Fall is definitely here. All right, folks. The uh, the UT uh, Alabama celebration continues. It does. Yeah. It, it most definitely does. It, it, you know, we still got the black reef hanging on the front door. The black reef with the <laughs> Alabama A in the middle of it. Somebody got creative right there. I, I got to give it to them. I mean, that's they've had they've had at least fifteen years to think about it. So, it, <laughs> hey, every streak's got to start somewhere. Every streak's got to stop somewhere. Oh, so I'm telling you, I think there will be a rematch. I really do. I, I I agree with you. I think there really is going to be one. Uh, the, uh, the 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 key will be for for Tennessee to get past you know not to look past Kentucky. I mean they can't look past them, which is a real possibility. And then they've got to, and then uh, they got to beat Georgia. And if they do that, then 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 the rematch is on because <laughs> Alabama is going to get. Yeah, Alabama is going to do what Alabama does. You do not want to be the next guy to play after Alabama loses, right? Because that's you know somebody's got to pay the price, and it's the poor next guy on the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. All right, folks. I'm looking at a couple of things in the Wall Street Journal, and what's happened is the FBI's worst nightmare, uh, revealing secrets that everybody knows already. But yet they have fought with everything they have for years to keep their malfeasance uh, with regard to the so-called dossier. And But really what it was, they, they wiretapped Trump's campaign, uh, Carter Page, and they were trying to... De- uh, Jim Comey was deliberately trying to create phony evidence to derail the Trump presidency. So here's what uh, Kimberly Strassel has to say in yesterday's, or I believe it's Friday's, journal. Uh, And it's all coming out. uh, 
the FBI is fighting to keep this information from being revealed and that they executed a search warrant on Trump's Mar-a-Lago home and executed the documents that that I say, or and most people say, are being revealed right now in the John Durham prosecution of a Mr. Donchenko. Uh, Mr. Donchenko is the source of all information uh, which was contained in the so-called dossier, which was then later used in a sworn affidavit by the FBI and the Department of Justice to obtain a wiretap or a wire surveillance or whatever. We still call it. I mean, nobody actually taps wires anymore. Uh, you know, crawl up the phone pole and and use little alligator clips to get into the landline. That's that's not the way it works. These days... That's, that's so 90s, Dale. Yeah. So 90s. 90s, 80s, whatever. <laughs> you know, these days you intercept the microwave transmission, the whatever, by whatever means it's the the, uh, the information is being transmitted you you intercept it but everybody still calls it wiretapping even though technically it's not anymore and said so the FBI commenced its ugly path on July 31st 2016 when it opened um, an investigation called Crossfire Hurricane investigation into whether Mr. Trump's campaign was colluding with Russia based on uninformed hearsay from a low-level aide named George Papadopoulos. And George Papadopoulos was a low-level aide in the Trump campaign. It also began receiving reports from uh, British former spy Christopher Steele, a dossier containing allegations so surreal as to defy logic. Now, this is the one, you know, where the hookers are peeing on the bed and all that kind of stuff. Uh... The FBI rushed to meet with Mr. Steele early in October 2016. It had undertaken no due diligence on its source and had been unable to verify a single dossier claim, and never would. At that meeting, it nonetheless took the astonishing step of offering Mr. Steele $1 million in taxpayer dollars to corroborate the information uh, in his dossier. Usually, the FBI pays another party to verify a source report. Nevertheless, Mr. Steele was still unable to verify anything. He initially even refused to tell the FBI the name of his sources. FBI supervisory analyst Brian Alton admitted in the trial, which is going on this week or was last week, uh, this is the prosecution of this Mr. Dunchenko, he admitted... uh, that the Bureau had zero confirmation of any dossier details. It made the documents claims central to an October 21st, 2016 application for a secret surveillance warrant against former Trump campaign official Carter Page. And, of course, that this is the tapping of the Trump campaign. It did so... The FBI did so, despite knowing that Mr. Steele was an employee of an opposition research firm, Fusion GPS, itself paid by the Clinton campaign. A fact so damning, the FBI cloaked it in a convoluted footnote to its application. 
It proceeded despite suspecting and later confirming that Mr. Steele was blabbing to the press on behalf of the Clinton campaign, breaking FBI source rules. Um, the FBI ultimately stripped that crucial info. Oh, early drafts of the page application blamed a press leak on Mr. Steele, but the FBI ultimately stripped that information, even as it vouched for Mr. Steele to be reliable. And that's one of the things you have to do in these application, folks. You have to uh, allege that your sources are reliable, and you need to say something about them to where the court can, uh, on its own, determine not, whether or not uh, the source appears to be reliable. Uh, the Justice Department Inspector General ultimately documented 17 significant omissions and inaccuracies in the application for the wiretap, most of which happened to work in the FBI's favor. Uh, the FBI didn't bother to interview Mr. Steele's primary source, which is Mr. Dincheco. That's the fellow who's on trial now. Uh, never mind the Bureau itself opened a counterintelligence investigation into Mr. Dincheco in 2009 on concerns he was a national security threat. It was closed in 2011 when the FBI believed he'd left the country. Mr. Dencheco further undermined the dossier starting January 2017. He said Mr. Steele had misstated or exaggerated many of the statements, that he had no proof of the claims, and that it was hearsay, the kind of conversation he had with friends over beers. And this was used by the Department of Justice and the FBI to obtain a wiretap of the campaign. Now, what was it all about? All right, folks, we may get be getting something fixed here. Let me sure like to get Ron Hart, Mr. York on, see what we can do. Clayton, you think we're going to be? We, I'm here. Ron's with us. We got Ron. Ron Hart, how you doing, man? Well, it's a good morning. How are you? Regular special guest dude. All right. I am working here to try to hook you up where I can see you. We've had a little mm-hmm. trouble this morning. All right, here we go. Ron Hart, what are you what are you writing about this week? Uh, the devil came down to Georgia and Herschel Walker. Yeah, Herschel won that debate. I mean, he just, <laughs> I guess it could have been the soft bigotry of salt of low expectations, but <laughs> but he's against the black guy, so I don't know how that works. Uh, but uh, yeah, he, he won the debate. Uh, he just with common sense. He, he, he sounded like just a country person talking about common sense things, and I think it resonated with people. Now he's still down in the polls. They're saying fifty two forty five. He's down to this clown, this just charismatic, this religious uh, guy Warnock, who's who's you know ran over his wife with a Tesla. Yeah, I saw that. Ran over his wife with a Tesla. Oh, my God. Yeah, read it. It's buried, but he did. Road rage with a Tesla. Who'd have heard of it? Yeah. And, and, and of course, Herschel's beloved in Georgia playing football for the Bulldogs. And clearly, based off his background, he could never play for USC, the Trojans. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't believe in those. So, um, yeah, but he's got a lot of kids. And, you know, they make a lot of hay out of it. And, Neither one of them are saints, and 
uh, you know, that Warnock came off as a very pious religious person who'd never really been challenged in a while. You never hear anything from Warnock during the year. I only hear around election ad time where a lot of Northeastern California, New York money comes in and Soros gave a million, uh, million dollars, I believe, to the campaign for him in Georgia because it's a very important seat. So Herschel, you know, he's, you know, he's not the most, most articulate person in the world. He's not a charismatic like, like Warnock, who's, who's, you know, a preacher. Just a, just a but, old country boy football player. Yeah, that's what he is. And so uh, he paid the price for, you know, running against a Democrat, but we'll see where he goes. Hopefully he'll win. Hopefully. All right, Mr. York, are you with us now? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Sorry, there was no no access this morning. I don't know what happened. It just popped up. So thank you. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mr. York. Yeah, we, I, you know, our, our our computers went crazy and we finally uh they wanted a passcode uh that we never had to enter before and so we finally got that figured out and got that passcode in you know and whatever you know it's just back to herschel walker okay and reverend warnock okay i don't understand where morale morality has gone in this country uh people are i, I don't know what what the issue is what is it just explain to me what is it when we drop all morality issues that we've had for hundreds of years in this country and we can elect anybody and you call them your leader it's ridiculous it's totally ridiculous what are your kids going to do who are they going to choose you're choosing somebody or you're selecting somebody or applauding somebody who doesn't have the character or the morality or the intelligence to make sane decisions, and y'all applaud him like just because he's a football player. Oh, Gee whiz, what is what, what what happened to your morality in this country? Uh, Democrats and, and, only and want to talk about morality. Michael Flynn, national championship. Michael what? Flynn wants to declare this country a Christian nation. Bull. Puck I don't it. know what that's about, but I mean, Democrats no, no, only want to talk about morality. When all your, all your people yeah. like Clinton and Cuomo and and Anthony Weiner, all your Democrats really have done a great job. Hey, well, Clinton, frankly, crowd, I, so yeah, I thought really they, more they're doing, they've done a lot follow. better than the than the right wing folks. Oh, well, I thought that I thought all that brouhaha about Bill Clinton was ridiculous, and he was pretty damn good president. So who cared? And uh, yeah. Scott Desjardins, who cares? He's a good congressman. So you know. Uh, All right, let's take a break and come back. Parks Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorSales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional grade. Hello, 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. Have you been injured in a car accident? Are you still in pain? Untreated whiplash injuries to the spine may lead to future conditions, such as neck pain, low back pain, and headaches. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating these conditions before they get worse. Our accident consultations are free. Call me, painfree.com, or call 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. We're going to do what they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up. Watch your bandit run. All right, we are back. Three dudes with a view. Uh, I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. And for those of you watching the video feed, uh, that is not Clayton Harris. That is Ridley Finney, who is in, I mean Ridley uh, Kennedy, who is in his seat, and uh, she has uh, got the giggles this morning. She's helping the broadcast. All right, dude number one, Mr. Jimmy York. How are you? Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Regular special Tuesday guest, dude Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning. 
All right. Yeah, like I said, we I don't know have we finished that? I mean, morality is something that Democrats bring up when uh they won't well, that's not true cuz Republicans Just plain decency, Del. That's the whole thing. Where's well, the decency? Where has it gone with with the decency? They run an ad every I mean, night about her. There's always family. been crookedness in 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 both parties. But this extremism that we see in the right and the killing of democracy is is the last straw for Say the people. killing so, of democracy. So, Mr. York, did you support it's the impeachment of democracy? Yeah, what does that I, mean, Mr. York? I agree. You try to you try to create situations where people can't participate in government. How you so? You want a dictatorship. De- details, Mr. York. You want, you want a dictatorship. Give, give a specific detail. The highest voter participation rate in the history of America. Why is there voter suppression, Mr. York, especially in the African-American community? More African-Americans voted in Georgia and places like that than ever before. How is that suppression? Yeah, how is that suppression, vote, Mr. York? don't vote again. That's why Herschel... Yeah, hey, hey, tell us how that's suppressing votes. You say these things are lies, and then you can't back them up with facts. You still, you still can't... You are fake news, Mr. York. Line. If there's a long line, you still can't assist people with food or drink in line Mr. York. have... You can't can't approach anybody within 100 feet of the polls right here in Columbia. That's the same law everywhere. Grab a bite to eat before you vote. Tennessee. Mr. Mr. York, you know that. You can't solicit or do anything within, what is it, 100 yards of the polls? I think that's right. That law is everywhere. That's that's, that's nothing new about that. That's, That's voter suppression, Mr. York. I mean, if you give somebody a bottle of water, how is that violating 100 Miss yards? Mr. you can't give them a bottle of water within 100 yards of the polls here Wait in Tennessee. Everybody has that is, that that is the most thing I ever heard in my all life. All you got to do is move so back to that vote line be. like you got, I mean, to that candidate line like you got here in Murray County. You can give them all the water you want. All from Jackson, Mississippi. But the, 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 the bottom line is that there's an authoritarian streak on the right, oh my god, that wants oh to have goodness. one person dominate everything. And Del, like oh I tell you all god. the time, like the, get the an authoritarian as president of this country, like and the, you're gonna you see some changes. Your people. life will change. Everybody's or life will change. I have been through this over and over. The people, people the people to the January 6th committee that only puts people who voted to impeach Trump on the committee, who has no witnesses, uh, no cross examination. <laughs> That that's uh, that, that's not a thought. Trump's, to, uh, Trump's uh, getting a, uh, Trump's getting an opportunity to come say say his say. He's House got, Bill got Number One, which would have created, which would have made the TV show with no cross examination. House no Nancy Pelosi's House Bill One, which passed. It's not, a, it's not a court, Ron. It's a hearing. It's a show trial. It's, it's a, not show a show trial. trial. Is if you not, think January 6th was a Stalin fake, would be proud. you got, you got would, brain tease. you got brain tease if you think the, the, January 6th was I think Stalin would be this, proud of that, Mr. Folks, York. you're Stalin hearing it. You're hearing it. Oh, now, Stalin. Well, why does the CPAC have to go to Hungary to have their meetings? You know, if House Bill 1 of Nancy Pelosi, which did pass Congress, got held up in the Senate, if it had passed, we would have had one-party rule, Democratic Party rule, forever in the United States, and there would not be two parties anymore. That was There's the design of the legislation. Anymore. There's and only th- one party, and that, and that is what Democrats want, is a socialist dictatorship, Argentina-style, oh, I mean, uh, Venezuela-style. That's what they're pushing for. And, you know, we've Every- got... 
And we've got folks who are upstanding citizens who have been members of the Navy, who have worked for AT&T honorably for 30 years, who have served on the school board, who have served on the election commission, people people who have reasonable minds and experience actually supporting this this lurch by the Democratic Party toward a socialist dictatorship. It's incredible. That's what the right wants, a socialist. It, you, you know, they yeah, want oh, a dictatorship. Yeah. They don't want the Chuck, socialism what, 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 that goes what, along with it. They want to be able to control. And the Name right is doing everything. One act that the Republicans have done toward a dictatorship. What act have they done to, to limit freedoms and liberty and make themselves yeah, yeah, Where is their House Bill 1? On the state level, there's many little bills that they've done. Like On the state let's level. Go, let's, let's talk about the one that impacts women, the abortion bill. That's... That's one that takes the rights. Fifty it years gives the rights, takes the rights the away from it women. Gives more rights than before. It, it, and in what way never, is that? The states that's, have that's never met. Excuse. I, I, the states I, I, have idea. never done what they're supposed to do. They've well, always done well, all this. Talk to Mississippi and see what they've done with the welfare money down there to Brett Farr. That that was a state's right. We're going to gnaw on this ball. Uh, yeah. No, wait a minute. So Brett Favre's volleyball court in, in Southern Miss, is, is that's a big national power grab. Took, <laughs> took money away from people. None of this. Mississippi being the poorest all of this, politician None of this has anything to do with the dictatorship or autocracy. And none of it comes close to what House Bill 1 would have done to this country if passed. Not even well, close. House Bill 1 didn't pass. Oh, and, and now we have people who it's are likely to get passed if we don't stop if, and they're not going to be democratic if we don't if we don't get a republican do. congress and it come months from now it's likely to get passed look at a fiasco we got in tennessee you got all a, a super majority in, in 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 the republican side and all they pass is bad legislation bad well, folks, legislation well folks okay. let me let me tell you now folks we had a, a divisive primary here in uh, in congressional uh, seat District Five, but Andy Ogles is the nominee, and you have just heard the uh, you have just heard the the most compelling argument that could possibly be advanced. And if you want getting, if you, want you have nation, just you heard, Mister York. You have just Heidi presented, Mister York. You have just Andy presented. Hart. You have Andy just Ogles presented. Go, to any, go ahead, Mr. York, wind down. Andy Ogles went to nine commission meetings the whole time he was in office. And you going to vote for somebody who doesn't take care of their responsibility seriously? All right, Mr. York, you, you going to let me talk now? Congress of the United States, Andy Ogles is dead. All right, just wind down. More than one time. He's a slitherer. He's just a slitherer. That's all you said about Andy Ogles. Just and wind down, Mr. York. Just all right, you through. Now, you have just heard the most compelling argument you can possibly hear for voting the Republican ticket this fall, and that includes the Republican nominee, Andy Ogles. And if if you want more of this, then don't vote for Andy Ogles. But if you want less of this, vote for Andy Ogles for Congress and vote to get Nancy Pelosi out of the speakership of the House of Representatives. That is the most dangerous thing that's ever happened in this country. Vote Republican. Vote the nominee. Vote Andy Ogles. And if you've not listened to Miss York for 15 minutes now and come to that conclusion, 
Well, I'm, I feel sorry for you. Andy Ogles can't remove Nancy Pelosi. The state of California has to remove Nancy Pelosi. That, House that, Speaker, Mr. York. House, House Speaker. He can. He has a vote on that. He has a vote on She'll that. She'll still be in Congress regardless. And Heidi Campbell will vote for... Heidi Campbell is Heidi Campbell. Heidi Campbell is a moderate person. She is not moderate. She is... She's going to vote for Pelosi to be Speaker? She, I think she, she, she should... You don't think she's going to vote 98 she is hard... Heidi Campbell. Oh, Ms. York, just go on till you're through. Now, Heidi Campbell is hard left, and don't don't let this moderate talk fool you. Listen to what she says. If you do, you'll realize she is hard, extreme left, and she will vote to make Nancy Pelosi to have Nancy Pelosi continue as Speaker of the House. I Andy Ogles will not. He now. will. He will oust. He and his fellow Republicans will oust. Uh, Nancy Pelosi as speaker, and if you want to hear some real wingnut stuff, just tune in to her anytime. If you I want mean, to hear real wingnut, have McCarthy as the speaker of the House. Now that's a wingnut. First, he says president is responsible for everything that ha- 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 happened on January sixth. Then he runs down to Mar-a-Lago to kiss his, you know what? And now he's all in favor of Trump. What a weak, what a weak man. All right, you don't know. I don't need. If, if, if you're not voting for Andy Ogles now, then make stuff up. You're not. You just don't have much sense. You know, Andy Ogles is not the worst possible candidate for any representation for the state of Tennessee. He couldn't even represent Murray County, much less the state of Tennessee. He is a Republican who will vote to oust Nancy Pelosi from the speakership. He is a Republican who will vote to oust Nancy Pelosi from the speakership, and that is the most dangerous thing going on in this country right now. And that show like to beat up. And her House Bill One is a threat to democracy and would create an authoritarian one-party system in this nation forever. I'm gonna challenge every female household in the fifth district: vote for Heidi Campbell. If you want representation, you need to vote for Heidi Campbell. Yeah, that would be challenging. Yeah, she's... Every household. If you like your gas prices high, if you like your food prices high, if you like your food prices high, you like your gas prices high, vote for Heidi Campbell. I don't don't like a former president stealing $1.4 million from the the government to stay put people in his hotels. Yeah, these half one liners are just yeah. disjointed all over the place. What is that? What is that one? You read down on MSNBC. Trump charged this government one point four million dollars for his special him. agents to stay in his hotels. Well, I think the special when the agents two hundred and twenty dollars anyway, a, a night. He charged eleven hundred and eighty five dollars a night for every agent that stayed in his hotel in Washington when he owned it. I doubt that's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, this kind of stuff. Just Verify it. Check Hunter Biden's living New in a $14,000 a month house in Malibu right now, paid for by the... You know, Hunter Biden is a private citizen. He can do basically what you do, Ron. Yep. Go around the country. How, how, many, ta- how many times... Invest his money and do all that good stuff. How, how many times did Michelle Obama and the kids and her mother go on the government's dime to, on vacations and couldn't wait an hour or two for her husband's? They went took two separate planes. They cost millions of dollars. But you don't want to talk about that. Those are facts as well. well those are... Those are facts as well, Mr. York. Facts. You should have put Michelle in the administration like Trump did his kids and and steal all the money because Jared ran over to Saudi Arabia and got... Steal all the... Steal what? Steal what money, Mr. York? 
Steal what money, Mr. York? That's an accusation. What money did they steal? Hunter Biden. Tell everybody. He stole. I you just he said steal. Arabia. He went over to Saudi Arabia and got $2 billion from Saudis. 1.2 is already up $800 million in the last three seconds. I mean, he's, yeah. he's moving it all Good facts there. Good facts. The CNN facts, Mr. York. All right, move fast. All right, I guess vote Republican. Vote we for need Andy to talk Ogle. about something else because you all can't win on the merits. You can't give facts. That you <laughs> you give fake facts. facts. Alternative facts. facts. I'm giving alternative fake facts. Fake news. Or arguing with a wine. Alternative and, and facts. You don't, you don't know what you're talking about. All right, see, so Jared Kushner went to Saudi Arabia, got 1.2, then it just became no, 2 no, billion a couple minutes later. I made a later. mistake. It was $2 billion. Okay, two billion for to what? Set up an equity company, Ron. You familiar with that? The Kushner household. What did he do with it? He set up an equity company. Okay, they invested and they got for their money a return. What return? Jared I'm Kushner, sure it's pretty good. Kushner was trying to get his his slumlord housing up to par, so he that's, wouldn't that's lose. That's what them. actually. That's what Hunter Biden did. He he had a little hedge fund or investment fund. He shook down countries. And he shut it down because they had terrible returns. So you really, you're like Goebbels, the the, the Nazi propagandist. You accuse the other side of which things you are doing yourself. Well, you know, it, being unreasonable is the forte of the right these days. So, okay. you know, we need to yeah, talk about okay. something that's got facts because you all have well, nothing didn't. to stand on when you look at the history of how you run this country. So in Jerry the last Kushner is a private citizen raised one point two or two billion dollars. I'm Saudi like Clay, Miss York, you had. You had given us a thing. In a fund where their money was invested in different investments. He didn't take the money. He didn't steal the money. They chose to invest with Jared Kushner, a Harvard graduate. That's unusual. So, so, so can you prove Hunter Biden stole any money? I think they're going to find out pretty soon. Well, they at, might at find a minimum, out. At a minimum, he shook down governments with the gravitas of his father, basically uh, using the uh, basically power brokering. To get money from other 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 people, the whole time he's doing crack, and, and he, he, they would not give him money, nor, nor would they give the Clinton Foundation money. Clinton Foundation money shut down as soon as Hillary lost the campaign. Is there any coincidence in that? He got 50, 80 million bucks a year from these these nefarious third world leaders and these these grimy, slippery Ukrainian folks in, in the Clinton Foundation. And as soon as she loses her presidential race, they, they get no money coming in. Is that coincidental? One of the most brilliant women that's been in this country. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, come on, Mike. Take us out of here. And, and you want to bash her, oh, just like Lord. you do Nancy Pelosi. Oh, anybody, any woman that's got power, you all want to bash her. Smart and delete those 30,000 yoga emails. Well, Trump couldn't hide secret stuff. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. 
I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Get ready for cold weather with Hiller's Happy HVAC Comfort Bundle. Keep your family warm inside and out. Bundle an HVAC replacement system with a germicidal UV light and an extended 10-year warranty and we'll include a free solo stove. Or get a free solo stove when you buy a whole home generator or water filtration and descaler. Plus, we're offering special zero interest financing for up to 12 months. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. My name is Debbie Matthews, and I'm the Republican-endorsed candidate for Columbia City Mayor. Columbia is home, and there's no other place like it. And the city itself is special. But what makes us great are our people. And of course, we've known this all along. Now, the world has taken notice, and everyone wants to move here, so it needs to be protected. And that's why I'm running for mayor, and I'm asking for your vote. We need to control growth and make growth pay for itself. We need to keep Columbia free and open, protecting our small businesses and churches from unnecessary mandates. We need to keep Columbia safe by hiring and maintaining the best police and fire in the state. And we need an economy that works for everyone in a city and a county that works together. There's no time to waste. The future of Columbia is in our hands. My name is Debbie Matthews, and I'm asking for your vote for Columbia City Mayor. Paid for by the committee to elect Debbie Matthews Mayor, Ken MacArthur, Treasurer. He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm he's bound up, watch on bandit run. All right, we are back. Three days with you. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How's it going, Delk? All right, dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Regular special Tuesday guest dude, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. All right, folks. I mean, this is democratic lunacy is what we've been talking about. Yeah, that's a big D, uh, democratic lunacy. Um, the, uh, I'm looking at an article by a Muhammad Alea. Mr. Alea is a fellow of the Harvard Belfer Center's Middle East Initiative and a senior fellow at the Hudson Institute. And the article call is is entitled Biden Scapegoats the Saudis 
for an energy crisis he created. And he says, among other things, uh, that uh, that the Biden administration plans to reinvade. Uh, you know, they, they, they and the Saudis are having a spat. Uh, the Saudis do not like Biden, and among other things, they have revealed, uh, it, you know, to to get to get Biden that basically what Biden asked them to do. Okay, uh, was to delay uh, their uh, the OPEC oil production cuts. Delay the OPEC oil production cuts until after the election. In other words, after the election, they'll be fine, but not before. <laughs> the Biden administration is in a panic about gas prices between now and the election. Well, you heard on the news before the show that more oil's coming from the strategic reserves. And but all of that is scheduled to end October thirtieth. <laughs> yeah. They don't That's care the about the price of gas after the election. And diesel just in the past week has gone up eighteen cents a gallon. It, it, that's skyrocketed. But and you got a situation where you got wars, you got wars getting ready, you know, brewing in Russia, Ukraine, Taiwan, China uh, North Korea shooting missiles uh, over over the country. I mean, you don't drain your oil right where you may go to war. I mean, it's so political, so overtly and transparently political and shallow of this administration to do this. It's embarrassing. It's not shallow. It's trying to help the American people. Yeah, he's helping America. Right, you, right before when you, potential When wars. you can't purchase oil from Russia because Russia is trying to overrun a country, a sovereign nation. All right, let's... And then the Saudis have the ability to put more oil on the market, it makes good sense to say, put more oil on the market so Why don't the price we drill? of gas in no. my country doesn't rise. But Why don't we drill? Because we don't produce enough oil to take care of we our energy own needs. Oh, we come, that is... Go- all right. I'm, I'm going to tell you all what Mr. Alea says. All right. says, blaming Saudi Arabia or OPEC or Vladimir Putin for an energy crisis that results from a policy of switching from carbon fuels to clean energy on the basis of what looks like utopian assumptions is disingenuous. Unlike other countries such as Japan or China, America can produce far more oil than it consumes. The oil prices U.S. consumers pay are due to the choices of their leaders. In September 2019... The U.S. became a net exporter of crude oil for the first time since records have been kept. In 2020, America exported still more oil with investment in domestic pipelines, refineries, and extraction technologies resulting in employment all reaching new highs. But in 2021, America began importing much larger amounts of crude oil than it produced. In 2022, the U.S., will again be a net importer. In less than two years, investment in domestic American oil production has collapsed. U.S. refining capacity has atrophied, and the jobs that investment produced have largely vanished. Uh, He goes on to say, it is up to American political leaders and voters to weigh the benefits and cost of clean energy. In some circumstances, voters might choose policies that would reduce the country's gross domestic product through higher fuel products and other measures to achieve particular goals, encouraging people to ride bicycles or take public transportation. 
demonizing the kingdom of Saudi Arabia for refusing to politicize oil production while the U.S. negotiates an Iran nuclear deal that will fund the programs that help Tehran launch missiles, scapegoating poisons the democratic process by trying to prevent citizens from properly responding to the results of their own choices. In doing so, politicians short-circuit the self-correcting mechanisms that allow democracy to work. Uh, They don't know anything about the oil business because the biggest problem in this country is is oil companies in America don't have spare capacity. Saudi Arabia can produce as much oil as they want to and put it on the side. Investors in your line of business, Ron, won't let oil companies have spare capacity. They want you to go out there and, and use every bit of oil they can. So that's why we are in a crunch every summer, every fall. We, we find gas prices or oil prices or fuel oil prices go up. Well, what Mr. Alea is saying is that, as, as, you, as you phrase it, America can produce all the oil and gas it wants and put more on the side. He concludes, if America wants to protect, prevent, prevent another shock in world energy markets, it should begin producing more oil, which it has in the past and clearly could do now, if not for the policies of the Biden administration. No, that's not Biden. That's private companies. They will not allow those companies to have spare oil sitting around not being used. The investors will not invest in oil companies. That's crazy town, Mr. York. They, They don't want spare capacity. They want every oil company to sell every drop of oil or fuel oil or gas that they got. They don't want it sitting in a barrel somewhere in the corner waiting for a tough day. Ron, no, you this is a complete lack of understanding of markets. You know. No, no, that's not a un- misunderstanding. Mar- that's the way the market works. If if all companies in America could have spare capacity, they could pump oil in them dry holes that they have capped up, or the holes that they call dry. Well, right now the Biden administration, the side like our, the Biden administration is draining Why those holes. The government have reserves. That's Why called does the government have reserves instead of private oil companies. That's called the Strategic Oil Reserve, which the Biden administration is draining in a non-national emergency as fast as they possibly can. My question to you, Delk, is why don't oil companies have reserves? And let me, let me read it to you. Because keep all their the products the whole year on the shelf. You just to. don't do that on business, Mr. York. And let me you read it to you one more time. All, their, 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 all the products they sell the whole year on the shelf one day. They, they, they rotate it through as they sell it. I mean, you don't, so you don't want to keep high inventories. Economic, so it's against the economic rules of an oil company's business to have... Spread. All right, I'm going to read it to you one more time. Right? Yeah. I, I'm going to read it to you one more time, Mr. York. See if you can comprehend. In September 2019, the U.S. became a net exporter of crude oil and and petroleum products for the first time since such records have been kept. In 2020, America exported still more oil with investment in domestic pipelines, refineries, and extraction technologies and resulting unemployment, all reaching new highs. But in 2021, America began importing much larger amounts of crude oil than it produced. In 2022, the U.S. will again be a net importer in less than two years investment in the domestic oil and gas industry in the united states and u.s refining has atrophied and the jobs that that investment produced have largely vanished the domestic american oil industry has collapsed the cause of this reversal 
which left the U.S. dependent on imported oil at a dangerous geopolitical moment, are not a mystery. In the 2020 election, American politicians from Joe Biden down ran in one on a set of policies intended to wean the American economy off fossil fuels in favor of so-called clean energy. These policies included bans on fracking, bans on drilling, closing down the Keystone Pipeline, and other infrastructure built to serve future energy needs and subsidizing alternative energy and instead subsidizing alternative energy such as solar and electric cars. It is up to the American people to weigh the benefits or cost of this clean energy crusade. Well, that's that's it. That's what happened. opinion, just like everybody's got wing and wings, you know. That's an opinion. But the problem is well, we, we use 18 million barrels of oil a day and and we can't keep up with the need that we use uh, more oil than 18 million barrels a, 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 a day. So, you know, you got to get it from somewhere. You got to well, import it. We don't use more than 18 million dollars barrels a day. We use 18 million barrels a day. Yeah, we, we use 18 million. You said we use more than 18 million a day. You can't by but, definition do that. But but we need more than 18 million to keep the economy going. Well, they would lower prices if they produce. If, if we produce more into the world market, they would lower prices. Yeah, if we let if Biden capacity, let people, if Biden the Democrats will let people produce oil the way they did under Trump, fracking and other other things they need to do to produce oil, we would not have four dollar whatever it is uh, three eighty gas prices right now. It'd be back to buck ninety where it was when he left office. That's I'm what Mister L- say this Mr. For the last time. Mister York, no that is administration ever controlled the price of oil in this country. No administration. You know, why, is he, why is he begging the Saudis to, to increase production? They can manipulate it, and he's doing his best. Why is he releasing strategic oil supply right he, now? Because he's not, trying to help the American people out the yeah, best he's, he's he can. A real and that's hero, about yeah. all he can do. And is, yeah, he's is, a real hero. Release the oil reserves. All right, when you're through, he's not put enough oil somebody else's on the money market. to help himself. He's not. He's not. Well, it's not his own personal money. He's released to our resources. It's like spending money in a, in a congressional bill. You act so magnanimous about it. It's our money. That you're spending, and you're borrowing thirty cents on a dollar to do it for future generations. Nothing magnanimous about that. And Mr. York, it's, that's it's what the Mr. Lay has done for years and years and years. So I guess you got a better plan. Ron. Slavery for your, years and years and what, years. What is your plan to to it's, take care of the energy? My prices? plan and Ron's plan is very drill, simple. Baby, drill. If America drill. wants to prevent another shock in world oil, oil world energy markets, it should begin producing more oil. That's what Mr. Lay is saying. We have. In the past, easily produced 18 million or more barrels a day, and we could do it again right now if the Biden administration would change its policies. It's not the Biden administration; it's the oil companies and the spare no, capacity that they don't want. No, it made five cents a gallon, Mr. York. Government gets 35 to 40 cents a gallon in taxes. Oil companies make five to six cents a gallon. All they oh, make. Mr. York, so they how are they greedy? More. Why are how they, they greedy? On- why are they setting on permits and not drilling? Because they don't, they don't have the permits. Ms. Biden Ms. and Obama said their personal goal is to end fossil fuels, and they've done everything they can through bureaucracy and and government regulation. And oh, I remember when oil. gas started going up, they were saying, well, this is a necessary pain in the transition. Why do, you think, why do you think Putin's invading Ukraine right now? Why do you think 
Mr. Saudi Arabians don't uh, do what we ask them to do because oil makes them stronger. It makes their enemy Iran. Mr. York, you're peeing stronger. on my leg and telling me it's raining. People aren't stupid. They know that the day after Biden took office, he closed the Keystone Pipeline and what gas had been biggest line gas had been gas had been gas 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 was plentiful and gas was plentiful and cheap and i'm going to keep talking you just you keep running your mouth gas was plentiful and cheap until the day biden was inaugurated and then the day after it became we became, as Mr. Alea said, very shortly, the United States, instead of producing all the oil and gas it needed, started importing oil. And, you know, the day after Biden elected, all of a sudden these electric car plants start going up all over the place. You had and, one in your garage. And No, it ain't happening. And, sure. and, and the, the, you know, and, and they even tried at first their messaging was they were so stupid. They Biden even got out there and said, "Well, this these high gas prices may be part of a, a necessary pain in our transition toward a better world." Blah blah blah. And then when they finally did realize, though, that this was not going over very well politically with the American people, they just went into a panic. Started doing, you know, they started meeting with the Saudis. They started. Uh, uh, they started releasing the oil reserves of the United States. Yeah, and then he puts 12 Escalades in a, in a transport uh, plane and flies Air Force One across the country to it's tell amazing, them to be energy efficient. It's amazing to talk to people who have no vision of the future. I, the, the, yeah, no I, the, the new Cadillac uh, lyric they're making up the Spring Hill is 140000 bucks. That's the future. You all, right. you all have no vision of the future. I don't have any vision of, of buying a $140,000 electric Cadillac. I have, was trying to produce the airplane. I, People I, had no vision of the future. I have absolutely no vision of buying a $140,000 Cadillac. Not at all. Well, it probably wasn't $140,000. Yeah, it is. That's the price. That's the top line. They got others coming. Right. Good. We're 139. We'll park them in your garage, Bill, and charge them. (laughs) Where does that charging go? Doesn't that go to coal plants? They'll get energy from somewhere. Maybe it comes from nowhere. Maybe water plants, hydro plants. Maybe water. Okay. Yeah, we'll check on that. Get all these immigrants running on treadmill. All right, we're out of here. Tomorrow. 